even when I go gym, even when I go gym, I could be going WizKid or I could be going gym. I could be going gym or I could be going WizKid. I'm going WizKid today. I'm going WizKid today. And regardless of what I'm doing, I always have a little piece of sauce. Even if I'm going gym, even if I'm going gym, I have a young chain or a young something or whatever. I genuinely feel naked without wearing one of my favorite, favorite brands, Crafted London. And listen, you can get involved in this too. As I said, like, I'm just giving an example, innit? Jim, going to WizKid, go out, going out on a date, hanging out with the man then, whatever it is, there's always something that you can just wear to just spruce up the vibes. So I'm here to let you know about my favorite brand, Crafted London. Um, they're a sponsor of the podcast. You can get 15% off. They do all different types of stuff, by the way. It's not just chains. They do bracelets, rings, earrings, Pearls, I know some people are on a pearls thing. Maybe you could, you know what I mean? Style that in a certain way. I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. But yeah, all you need is the promo code HCPOD. Go to Crafted London, use the promo code HCPOD. You'll get 15% off and yeah, live your best life. Also, just keep in mind in that too, that sometimes they do have deals as well. So if you catch them at a the right time, when they've got a deal on, and then you slap the 15% on on top of that, you are up, you are more than good. This is premium jewellery, like premium jewellery. And, and I do want to let you know as well too, yeah, is that if there's anything ever wrong with the jewellery, you can send it back and they'll replace it. Never happens though. I've had some of my stuff a time. You see me sometimes wearing some of the same chains and that, but they just go with everything, man. But in the meantime, between time, I'm back with Poet. Enjoy. Well, listen, I'm going to start off by like this. Death to the pussy who came in my car the other day and stole my shit. Do you what? know what happened, bro? Brother, let me tell you something, yeah? Remember? Nah. Bro, bro. Nah. Do you know what, yeah? Last recording, mm -hmm. what did I do? Park up on Labergrove High Road, yeah? Okay. Went Manchester. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, true, I'm on the high road. I'm on the right by the station. I'm good. You get what I'm saying? Good. Right? So obviously when Manchester did my bit for the community and whatnot, come back. I've got in my car now and I'm saying to myself, something feels off. I just thought, even the glove compartment was down. I'm like, Poet was in my car. Like, I know that you did like, you didn't go in my glove compartment. I didn't go in it. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, someone's gone in my car, but it's minor. There's nothing in my car anyway. So like, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I jumped in my car. I'm driving here. I thought, Wait, let me just pull over quickly because my skates is in the back of my whip. Bro, I parked up, lift up the boot, my skates gone. My skates! Yeah? Death to the pussy who's got my skates. My bowers, I'm just throwing them out there. My bowers that are got the red and black wheels, airwaves, yeah? And whatever else. But I shouldn't have left them in the back of my car. But you're like size three, so what the fuck are they stealing them for anyway? No, bro, I'm a size seven and a half. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Man, oh, obviously you don't man. take a look at your area it's funny you should say that because diggity also had his car broken into and it was on in the same position as well really big back big back you see it yeah, you see yeah, it yeah, did that same thing happen to you as well though yeah, my boy was right outside the studio I shouldn't do, look. I, I needed I needed to learn a lesson. Let's be clear here. There's a lesson in there for me. Mm -hmm. Just don't leave my skates in the back of the car. Mm -hmm. That was it. Hurry, nah, I mean look, that, like 
If I didn't have my skates in there, it wouldn't have been a problem. But I left my skates in the back. And I've always said to myself, Chuck, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't leave your skates there like that, you know? You should just, but it's just convenience. Because I want to be, you know what it is, Poe, yeah? I don't usually plan to skate. This is a spontaneous thing. I'm out, I might be out. We could be recorded now, whatever, boom, someone might, and I ain't got nothing to do in the evening. Someone says, you know what? We're over here. I just, I just drive over there one time. As long as I've got a tracksuit on, I'm not wearing jeans or whatever. I'll just go there and just do my little thing for a couple of hours and then just bounce. Shout out, Rene. Yeah, honorable shout out to Rene. Honorable shout out to Amy as well. Also, honorable shout out to Antonio. But flipping. So now I've got to learn a lesson. Mm -hmm. The lesson is don't leave my skates in the back of the car. And then because of that, I have to make an action. The action is I don't leave them with the skates in the back of my car. I leave them in my yard. But then that's a light hindrance because now it takes away the spontaneity of wanting to be able to just go out and just touch the road. But you need to take a look at the situation. Go. You got your stuff broken into upstairs. Diggity in a similar position to you and you as well, you know, been broken, your car broken into. Hmm. And you're saying, don't leave state skates in the car. I look at it differently. Go on then. Don't leave skates in the car when you're on Labrick High Road. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere else seems to be safe. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> but Labrick, <laughs> it's got this something in the air where people just want teeth. Well, you know what Labrick Grove reminds me of as well? Go on. Not all that glitters is gold. Did yeah. you come down here? It's quite beautiful. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> it's nice, nice houses, nice people. But you can't even leave skates in a car. It's like glitter on shit. It's you know what? Labrick Grove is a fucking. It's a weird one, you know. Glitter on shit. Literally, because it is like on one side it is like it is richness, it is wealth, and on the other side it's absolute smoke and and uh, like grease but there's no sides it's not apartheid over here it's interracial yeah it's all mixed in it's all mixed you could have a great looking building with a goon coming outside in skates that look very similar to yours (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, trust me because literally one of the yards yeah could Mm. be like a a homeowner has got like owns that and they live there with their family and whatever else and whatnot conversions this that and the fourth and that yeah and then the next one it's Desmond. Is like, is a housing thing or whatever. And it's just a fucking trap house. Yes. It's li- literally a trap house. It's I fucked. West London, honestly, they got it so right and they got it so wrong at the same time. Mm. Because they're preserving culture, which is nice, <clears throat> but they're trying to dress it up with these nice buildings. You just need to make it a little bit more clear what it is. West London come like um, um LA. It come like LA. Mm. You could just be walking in LA, yeah, and it's nice. Brother, you just turn one left. You're in the hood. In, I'm like, you're fully in the hood. You're in Skid Row. You, you just don't even, brother. You don't even think, how did I get here? Yeah, I've been in crazy. Miami with, even Miami. I've been in Miami with Vuge. Mm. The sun's out. You're seeing houses that you saw in music videos. You're thinking it's safe. Then you see a hundred Asians around one barbecue. <laughs> this isn't safe. I'm seeing cold at black, white, orange, green. This isn't know. safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <sighs> Yeah. No, so that's how West London is to me. That's why I like Tottenham. It is what it is. Yeah, Tottenham. You go farm. It's just smoke. It is what it is. It's just smoke. <laughs> Don't go farm thinking this looks nice. You go farm thinking, where's the exit? It is smoke. Come in on. Tottenham, that's the area where you can catch all, a whole bunch of madness on your ring doorbell. Listen. <laughs> you know the ones on the ring doorbell? Hey, I saw mad footage of someone on the ring doorbell, by the way, walking down the street or whatever. 
someone's pulled up on the bike in Edmonton. Yeah, asking what did he say? He said, um, he asked, "What where are you from?" Like Wood Green or some shit like that. I don't know. The, the don just seemed like he was minding his business. All of a sudden, you just hear "Bye." I'm like, "Oh my god, bro! What type of thing is that that the man's got?" <laughs> Have you seen you know what I'm talking about? There needs to be a Instagram or a Twitter which just has ring videos. <laughs> and I'm over there. Because they've got some wild videos on this thing. The one you're speaking about though, yeah, it is wild. I think oh, it was in Edmonton. Yeah, bro. It's wild, like, wild, what wild, type wild. What is that? I'm saying to myself, that is a big, that sounds like a sawn off. Brother, is what kind of life are you living when you can't walk home? Which one is it? Is it which one is it? Told you, Edmonton. Edmonton, that one there. Remember what did I tell you about Edmonton? Chucky, do you know what? In my whole lifetime... This is it, what is it? Can you hear it? (sighs) Hear it, yeah? Oh, where are you going? Oh, shit, I've been following that case, by the way. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. Bye! Bye! This is crazy. Do you know what people want us to realise as well? Because this used to happen to me when I was younger. You go to Hackney, just to go to some food shops and stuff like that. Where ends you from? And you might, oh, I'm from Tottenham, because like, you're a good boy. Mm. And now you're in altercation. I want some of the people in the world to understand this. A lot of us are there because our parents don't have enough money, so therefore the council places us there. Right. If it was up to us, I'd be in Hampshire. But now I'm in Tottenham. Right. I don't want to be there. I just happen to be there. So there needs to be it broken down into two sections. The people that fully rep that area, like they were there because they wanted to be there, they deserve the smoke. You see the brothers like me? We're just trying to get out. Leave us alone. Yes, them brothers look like, I could be wrong, but them brothers there to me, just like they're trying to get home. Yeah, they look like that. You know what? I know it's difficult. And I know like obviously at the time when things are happening or whatnot, you don't really think straight. But you know what? More time, if, if someone's approaching me like that and asking me which area I'm from, I'm just saying, I'm saying Bristol. I'm just saying something just so off. I'm not saying, I'm not saying an area that has got any type of history of anything. I'm not claiming Peckham. Nope. I ain't claiming Hackney. Nope. To, I'm, if you're approaching me like that, I'm, I'm from, I'm from Hemel Hempstead. What are you going to do? You're going to fucking lick off the thing. There's no way that you can have some type of problem with someone from Hemel Hempstead. There's no way. Hatfield. Brother, where are you from? I live in central London. Right. Yeah, I live in Oxford Street. The middle. Yeah, Oxford Street. I want problems with... Marlebone Road. Marlebone Road. I'm currently staying in Mayfair. I don't want no... Brother, I told you what happens when I go abroad. When I go abroad. Where are you from? Jamaica. Right, yeah, I, 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 I don't ever say ink. I don't want you to know that the passport is burgundy and should be black. I don't want you to know them things there. I'm going to the green thing soon. More my Jamaican passport, freedom. Yeah, loudly. I'm with you, I'm with you on that still. 61st yeah, Jewel, most Jewel powerful Jewel. passport in the world. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> hey, do you know what, yeah? Put up the British gas um, thing. Oh, this um, is crazy, bro. This is crazy. British Gas has reported half year, by the way. This is not a whole year. This is half year profits. Half year record profits of 969 million. Profit. And you know what? Without getting into the, like, firstly, 
I don't know if anyone ever listens to like I listen to LBC a lot. Okay. Yeah. And can you say pardon? Yeah, I have thought. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, say pardon, my gene. DA just farted, man. <laughs> Casually in front of the man. This is big facts. <laughs> anyway. Oh, now you want to edit? Right, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, now, um, literally just, just what was it? A couple of days ago? No, was it yesterday or the day before? Um, they were having a segment about people that are struggling with rent. Yeah. So you know, there's like a housing crisis at the moment or whatnot. It's been like this for quite a while. Yeah. And even with the rates that are going up at the moment, it's just all weird. So, for example, the rates have gone up. So, see, like, landlords, people that own, like, multiple properties and stuff like that, yeah? Let's just say that the money that they were making every month from each property, they were, you know, using for, I don't know, just to live their own life. So, to, to, oh, to, like, the freedom. Like the freedom yeah, money. They were using, huh? The little freedom money they were getting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, they, now, I, just, just, like, as just a, um, a basic breakdown. Let's just say, for example, the mortgages. 400 pounds and you're renting a place for a thousand pounds or something like that so that little piece of money now you know what i mean every month is nice you can do what you need to do with that plus also if there's anything that needs to go anything that goes wrong with the yard you can use a bit of that money to go and fix it and whatnot and then you just do that until the mortgage clears the rates have gone up now which means that the margin is not there anymore like that 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 600 pound profit that they might have made is now gone <coughs> yeah completely so, yeah, 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 yeah. The, like mortgages have gone all the way up. So like some people's mortgages have gone from like you maybe like six hundred and fifty pounds to like a hundred one thousand five hundred. It's mad. What? Yes, it's mental. Man so wanted the man to buy new houses as well. Say that again. A man then wanted to go. My father did say just rent. Where rent? Where? No, no, no. Do you know what? There's a that's a different conversation because you could still buy. It's just if you are becoming if you want to be a landlord, there's no monthly money in this thing anymore. Like you would have to do it for the the long run. You would have to do this thing. Yeah. Obviously, have it people rent it out or whatever. And then once the mortgage clears, at least you've got all that money there. If you want yeah, to sell the yard, yeah, you can yeah. sell it. But in regards to the money that you might make monthly, it's, it's not going to happen. So what happens with landlords is that if that's if the rates have gone up like that, some of them are then saying to the their their tenants, you know what, we need a little bit more money from the rent. So you know you could just imagine the person who's just about already can afford this little piece of this rent here that they're having to pay. Now it's gone up even more. It's more, even more difficult for them. So yeah. it puts them in such a mad, strenuous position. So even with the landlords, but we'll go into that in another time. I just want to talk about the people that are that super directly affected by that, which now means that you're having people that are having to move out even further or they don't even know, they don't even know where they're going to get their next thing from because it's fucked, bro. There's so many people. When you listen to LBC and you hear like the people calling up and you hear the situations that they're in, yeah, it is, it's so dire. I'm getting so much people that um, message me every once in a while saying to me, you know what, Chucks, when I have um, uh, this person on the pod to talk about property and this person on the pod, I just tweeted this yesterday. I was like, I get all of these messages from people saying that they want someone to come on and talk about like how to invest in property. And, and I feel like, Right now, that's a really insensitive conversation to have when there's so much people that can't even afford their rent. I can't have that conversation right now. I just can't even do it. But now, scurrying to this, because remember, a part of this is people are paying X amount of money on their rent, maybe even on their mortgage, and then the bills have gone up on your gas and electric and everything else, yeah? 
They've reported a damn near a billion pound profit in half a year. And you know what? We're going to do nothing about it. But you know what, though? I ain't finished. Oh, carry on, Sarah. We are going to do not a single thing about it. What do you want us to do? The, my thing is this. Unpopular opinion. Break something. Like the French. Mash up. Whatever it is, we need to mash up. Mash up some stuff. We're going to, bro, if, if we don't do something, and maybe this is not the right thing for me to say. You know, I could maybe get into trouble for this. Give me a different solution. Because right now, a bill, this is not, did you not see the, the shell prices the other day with their profits? Okay. Theirs was the same as well, weren't it? Like, bro, it's absolute insanity. We are being pushed to an uncontrollable limit. And we, we, our problem is, poet, we keep adapting to it. At some point, we have to stop adapting. Or we go home. But no, I do hear where you're coming from. I do hear where you're coming from. I do actually hear where you're coming from. Chuck, this is the thing, though. In 2012, when the riots happened, the results of that were, I'm sure, didn't tax go up? Didn't we have to start paying more tax? And then there was more police on the roads. I remember, like, 75% of youth provision was closed down. Is this the Duggan? Just, yeah, okay. that riot there. And obviously, we spoke up, we smashed up things, but then, essentially, the public had to kind of, especially in Tottenham, had to kind of, pay for it, I guess. Do you know what I'm yeah, coming yeah, from? More long-term. Yeah. So I'm up for a little riot. I yeah. like a little piece of noise. The only problem is, it seems like when it happens in Paris, this is absolute ignorance, by the way. When it happens in Paris, the fact that they continue to do it leads me to believe that there's no real repercussions for them doing it. Whereas in this country, when we do it, they go, oh, let just put a little price up in there and turn up this. Like We have to pay for the damages that we, we inflict. And right now, can we afford that? No, we can't. So but do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, Poe? I think... The, like, what we have done, which is wrong, I think, yeah, even in, I understood why we obviously rioted and stuff, yeah, but I think that we mashed up the wrong things. So we were, <laughs> yes. we, we were like, the people that we were affecting were people just like us. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? You're right. And there's not going to be a change if I go, if I go and lick down boss man's shop and go and teeth some sweets and that, I'm not affecting anything there. I'm just affecting his thing. And then I ultimately affect my thing because mm. that's my local shop. You get what I'm saying? So, like, when I say mash up something, I'm not saying, you know, we go on our high road and then start mashing up that. But I don't know what it is that we need to mash up, but we got to do something. Or, or we have to collectively, which is the difficult thing, is turn around and say, let's all agree that we're not going to pay. If we can, we all, there can't be one person who's going to turn around and say, oh, do you know what? I'm a bit too pussy. Everyone has to do it. How about we do it now as well? Because it's hot. So you don't even need heat. I mean, hot is the fucking debatable. Yeah, but you don't really need heating that much that right now. So if you want to not pay your gas, this could be the right time. Yeah, this is a, this is a great time. Let's, let's not do it for a month and see what happens. I'm with you. There's something needs to be done, Chucky, because the, the worst thing about everything is things are progressively getting worse. Yeah. We're consistently speaking about a new financial uh, restraint on the public. And guys, I'm just thinking about all types of things that go up when this goes up. Surely divorce must go up. Surely domestic violence must go up. Surely. Like, there must be so much other things that go up because when stress levels are increased, all type of problems are opened up. 100%. So I don't... And there has to be an objective. Like, there needs to be someone that's kind of planned this shit out and have said these are the, you know, possible reper repercussions of it on the public. And I, I don't think they seem... I'm, I'm, it's just very insensitive. It's like, if you know these could potentially be the outcomes... Why do you keep making it worse? Like, I would love to know their overall objective. There needs to be some type of objective. 
Is it to purify London to the point where in which it's just full of the rich and to make well, this the is outs- not, this here this here is a, a country thing. This ain't a London thing. This yeah, but obviously, but that's what I'm saying to you. If, it, if but in London is very expensive, so yeah. the match this could be an, a, a country thing, but this won't affect me that much if I lived in flipping Manchester. It will still affect me, it but will. not as I'll much. Tell you if why. It, okay, I will tell you why. Because remember, it's subject to like if you're living in a certain area, you are, and you work in that area, mm. then you could be paid accordingly to that area. That's a very you're, good point. You're, very you good might point. benefit if you might benefit if you live in that area but work in London. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying? What I'm speaking personally for me, definitely then you're right, 100%. In my working position, like if, ha- you know, I know certain people that may have to be forced, luckily for me, maybe not, but I know some people that be forced to maybe come in the outskirts of London and having to commute into London in order to work purely because it'd be too expensive for them to deal with all of the mm. things that London have to throw at you. Like just day to day in London is mad, bro. Like just day to day, day to day. So you throw this into the equation. It's like, cuz, you mean there's nowhere for me to escape? I leave my house. It might be even more expensive to leave your house than stay in right now. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it's nuts. Because we it's do. Like, Look, it's the same money, I'm going out. Yeah, literally. Because if you stay in your yard and you turn the heating on and all of that, then boy, that's money. That's money. If you can go and find, you know what? You're, some people are probably better off doing, going outside and you know, anytime you want to go and get a little something to eat remember in on the estate and that when you had the little petal, the petals with the rascal berries and that on them oh is that what we're doing now <laughs> is that what we have to do that that's lunch now but you know what take away that like take away the joke element of it like it's fucking crazy like the country is so broken and it is it's so funny to me like it's not funny but it's funny to me when i think about the arrogance of like what this country is built on and this the, the patriotism of like this this place of being the best place in the world and that like and it's like raw like look at what is going like look at look at what is going on here it is me- look at this look at this do you know how much a billion is in profit bro a billion in profit bro half a year that's not a whole year you know this is half a year like, I can see it. I understand it if we're just coasting and, you know what I mean, everyone's just cutting through however they're cutting through in that. But in this time, if you go outside and you speak to people about what situations that they're in, it's mental, bro. Like, it's, it's actually really, really bad, you know? It's why I don't like the, the energy of get the bag. I hate that energy. Because if I have it, surely everyone has it, if it's that, like, that common. Surely the most people that are in the best positions have it as well. So when they say get the bag, it must be different to when I say get the bag. So whoever's in control of this situation right here, if their mentality is... Rotted. Bro. It's done. Is it? <laughs> it's him trying to get the bag. It's just, if they're trying to get the bag as well, it just seems like the only people inconvenienced are the working class and even the middle class to a certain extent. The middle class like, are, being, are, are definitely being pushed as well now. Like with all of the rates and that. It's not. It's, it's actually nuts. Why, why is it one thing after the other in this country as well? So I don't want to venture too, too far away from this situation. But again, making it centered around London. Sorry, everybody else. Well, it's not because, bro, this affects everybody in this country. But why because, is it one thing after the other in this country? Because there's going to be something else, Chucky. Give it two months. You know why? Because you see, like with things like inflation, okay. it just affects everything. Because then this goes up, then that goes up. Shell. And this. Gas. So everything, what's the next thing to go up? Everything goes up, bro. Do you know this 
Evian piece of water yeah. is now one pound twenty five pence. How you know, is Evian one pound? Wow. This used to be fifty p. So what has changed within this bowl for it to be seventy five p more? What yeah, have you loop, given me I more? Mean, um, inflation. I mean, what is nothing? Everything is expensive, bro. So the everything justification for everything getting bigger is nothing. Huh? So the justification for things becoming more expensive is nothing. Because I've asked you what's happened in order for that to change. Because I'm seeing all of these things going up. And I can keep discussing how bad it is. But I'm like, but worst of all, why is it happening? I really want to know inflation. I'm like, cool, but what's happening? Well, they'll blame it on bare different shit, innit? Like, you know, some one of the things that they'll try to make you, um, they'll try to like throw in the mix is immigration. They'll try and do that. Serious. That. Another thing that they'll try and throw in the pot is, um, you see, like, see, like the loans then that that people would get taken from banks and whatnot during COVID. They'll probably throw that in the pot. Um, they'll blame Ukraine. Yeah, that's the next. They're thing. blaming Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, like they'll everything. Exactly. Yeah, all of these things get thrown in the pot. It's all mad, but it's just crazy. And like, I mean, look, you throw these things in the pot, but at the end of it all, you're telling me that someone. A company has that we use has made a billion pounds in profit in half a year. So, so their thing's gonna be, well, you lot are finding the money. Oh, no. <laughs> We're scraping right now. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. Honestly, why do we not riot enough? I want to aside. Why do we not do that enough? Because this country is built upon fear. A lot of it is built upon fear and control. Um, a lot of it is built on manipulation. I speak to people uh, in ethnic backgrounds in this country that are really happy to be here. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> My nigga, you got kicked out of your country, but you're not there because you want that. Like, if it was up to you, you'd be speaking your native tongue where you were. You have to come here in order to work and you're happy to be here. So I think there's a lot of um, social conditioning in this country that makes you believe that you should be more grateful for what you have than you should. And I just don't understand why anybody mm. from an ethnic minority who's left their country originally, probably because of the British, should now be happy with British gas. This just doesn't make any <laughs> sense to yeah. me. But why obviously, we're still, like, we're still a minority mm. and the other majority are still not, are not doing it. But I think it is because of a bit of what you just said there. It's like, there's still that social conditioning of, well... We are England and we should just be grateful for, you know, it's better than everywhere else. You know, they'll point fingers at different countries and stuff like that and say, well, at least it's not like that. And at least it's not like this. But they love know, that. Type you know, of homelessness thing has gone up. What was the? I saw that just recently as well. If there's a stat where it's like um, homelessness is at its highest since records began. I'm sure I even saw that yesterday, either yesterday or today. So why don't we write enough, Chucky? Why don't you want to write? I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm close to it. Oh. I'm close to it. But the thing is, though, what I don't want to do is I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't want to do it wrong. Because as I said to you before, we've done it and we've just mashed up the wrong things. Yeah, I, <laughs> we have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we need a bit more of a plan. But the kid of me is like, obviously, this country's built on a lot more tradition. So, like, if you're trying to go number 10 or Buckingham Palace or anything that they take care of, big man, you can't even touch swans in this country. They will lick you down. I don't really know the rules and regulations elsewhere. I see... There's always I, powers in numbers, though. If, if the right amount of people touch the road, there's not enough... They can't... They could, there's nothing they can do. But, but we don't is, do that. But it's like, for example, when I went to Washington recently, yeah, shout out my boy Aaron. He took me to the White House, right? And I went to a side I hadn't been on. And he showed me where Trump... Mm-hmm. had spoken to obviously the people came outside done that whole big riot but it was all a plan and once Trump was on the phone call apparently there's a video of Trump saying yeah let them in now 
they've jumped into the White House now. They've killed people in the White House. These white people have done bare madness. Mm. Bare madness because they're not happy with the, you know, with the state of the country and so on and so forth. I don't think we have enough mad white people like that in this country. No, but that's the, exactly. That was we don't point. have, we need that. We need them white people that are like, do you know what? Irrespective of whatever you think, this is what we think our country is built upon. Even if I wasn't to agree with it, mm. they, need, they need to be a group of white people like, do you know what? This is getting out of hand. We don't like it. Right. And then they have to riot. Right. Because for us to riot in their country doesn't feel right. Because it's mm-hmm. almost like a stranger coming into your home and then telling you what to do. Where's the group of white people in this country that are like, you know what? Today, I don't feel like being a cool Cajun. I want to mash up something. Where are you lot? Because I'll back you. I'm saying, you know, I don't even know what it'll be about, allegedly, but I'll back you. Right. But <laughs> there's a small group of people that are always willing. I mean, you go to Oxford Street and sometimes you see like a few thousand people with some boards and a couple things and whatnot. Bastard. Listen, m- most case scenario, you might get like maybe a young 20,000 people and whatnot. But I know if I'm running the country yeah, or, you know what, I'm running an organisation or whatever it may be, I know, yes, on a Saturday while people are off work and it is convenient for them to be outside touching the road and whatever, I know that in a few days' time, this is going to be fish and chips paper. So just leave them. But it becomes a different thing yeah. if... 3.5 million people, 7.9, 10.2 start touching the road. You start having to listen to that one a bit differently. Because it's a little. Huh? Yeah, but no, though. Big man, tw- you can handle 20,000 or 50,000 people. You see, when. What's the. Um, what is the population of the UK? Was that 60, 65 million? 65 million. All right, cool. So then what? Okay, let me up that a little piece then. Let's say like a 33.6 million. Yes, touch the road. You have gotta listen to that you now. Have to. Now it's mad. It's Jumanji. Yeah, now it's mad because you don't know what like ah. Uh? <laughs> you have to listen to. You've got to listen to that because you don't know if they touch the road again. You don't know how this is gonna. Pan it needs out. to be something like that, hundred percent. But I, I there's never enough of us, bro. It needs, but it needs to be less minorities and more majorities. And I need the Tommy Robinson crowd. To unify and say, you know what? We don't like the way this people are going. To be fair, huh? They are active. Then get more active. Go number ten. Go Buckingham. Get spray to get them and go. Because the moment they're more active and more visible, and because they might be active right now, but they're not visible. This is one thing I like about the Paris guys. They are active in a place that you cannot avoid. When I went to go, was it January? I went to Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. They use Fashion Week, the time where there's going to be the most cameras, mm. the most attention, everything, to be active in the places that should be focused around fashion. Now you can't avoid it. Mm. Now even me coming to France, I can't avoid it. I've got my mum hitting me up like, are you all right? I'm seeing what's happening in Paris. I don't know how they're operating over here. And I'm not asking you to do national events. But if you did like the Premier League opening game of the season, you went to a couple of grounds and said, you know what, scrap this. No football, I go on to this energy crisis thing is sorted out. All of a sudden, you're going to start seeing a lot of people like, what's this got to do about football? Well, no football, I go on until that I go on. All of a sudden, they're taking away people's joy. A couple more EDL people might go, do you know what? Let's all join. I think things like that will make a situation. But if you're just doing it on Tuesday at five o'clock, nothing's really going on, no cameras about. Man can avoid it, bro. 
Hundred percent, and you know what? I think more so what you said before. The conditioning is too strong, man. Very strong. The conditioning is way too strong because I think it's in people's hearts and even in their minds that this is just like it. It's going to get so much worse before it even starts to get better. Yeah. And what does that worse look like? But at the moment, it's not enough to break the conditioning in people's minds to feel like they need to do something about this right now. And, and it's a shame of, because it is affecting so much people. It's, it's, it's affecting everyone. I think we're to blame as well. Go on. I told you about opinions and lack of progression around opinions. Mm. With the rise of podcasts, it's the rise of conversation, it's the rise of discussion, which is the rise of opinions, which I feel halts progress. So I think instead of us just knowing the right thing, we have to have multiple discussions about the right thing. And I'm just really upset as grown adults, you have to have multiple discussions about what the right thing is to do. Mm. But this is wrong. I don't think you need to have multiple discussions about it. I think you have to figure out ways in order for you to reverse this situation here. Not, that's the only thing where there should be multiple discussions. But the fact that there's multiple discussions about whether it should go up or down, that's my issue. And I just feel like the moment LBC get a hold of it, Sky News get a hold of it, all of these publications that have a lot more influence and power than us, they make it a discussion. So even the thing that you walked into the room of saying, this is wrong, you walk out the room going, maybe I'm wrong. And that's my problem with this country. It doesn't empower the right thing. Mm. It empowers opinion. It empowers conversation. Mm. And I'm not always a big fan of that, which is kind of hypocritical coming from me. No, I hear that still. I, I, I hear that. Homelessness rates in England hit five-year high. Do you wow. mean five-year high? Mental, bro. You know there's like enough people that are going to move to live on a canal. You know that you already have like a lot of people that do that anyway, but a lot of people are like trying to figure out ways to just, you know, like be able to just live. Don't they understand there's a knock on effect in society, just in life. There's a ripple effect where if homelessness is going to increase and poverty increases, just from looking at the world globally, wherever there's a high amount of poverty, there's a high amount of crime rate. Yeah. I mean, bro, look, can I be honest with you? One, Car thefts is like a super common thing, even more so now. As and you two, don't. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what, Poe? I'm not even mad at it. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. I don't blame you for I'm not, being I'm mad, not at mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Because right now, it's a shit show. You know what? If you can take the skates and get a little one from them, you know what? The game is the game, innit? Man are trying to eat out here. That, that is literally the thing. Bro, I literally thought that. When I was in my car, yeah, I was obviously annoyed about it. But I was thinking, I understand. Oh no, I forgot to say, my, li- my laptop's got licked down. I understand. My laptop's been licked down. Where was my it? Bag, in my bag somewhere. It's been licked down for a little, Went to my bag, laptop gone. I understand. And do you know what? Now you're thinking about it, I was upset for a day. I get over shit quickly anyway, but I understand you're right. Yeah, man. Go, sold out, got go and sell that. Pounds. Just make sure you get the maximum that you can get out of that. Don't just take my thing and just uh, give that, you know what I mean? And then sell it for a 10 or 20. Try and get the maximum that you can get out of that. See with you your laptop. It, just text me. You told me you stole it, so I can stop looking for it. Carry on. Right, yeah, but see with your laptop. Get the maximum from that. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Don't just give that to a, on a little young twenty pound or a score. Or like, you know what I mean? Try and get a two fifth out of that. If you can get a two fifth out of that, man can't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least get me a drink then. A little <laughs> sorrel and ginger. What the fuck? Yeah, nah, Chucky, this is actually bad, you know, because I reckon we can find a load of podcasts in the past where we have definitely spoken about things progressively getting worse within this country. Mm-hmm. I remember 2018, 2019, my whole petition to send me back to Africa. I remember that, yeah. Like, it's only because I think we were always discussing the possibility of things being this bad. And now we're saying, I'm just, the podcast ain't going nowhere. 
So I'm very interested to see in five years' time what this looks like. Homelessness. Uh, energy. Energy crack, Are we energy blaming Ukraine and Russia in five years' time despite the fact it's got fuck all to do with us? Like, these are all the things that I really want to... The housing interest rate. The housing interest rate. Uh, rent, Podcasts. You know, can I just even... Right. Even with the, the renting element, I just want to throw this in the mix as well, yeah? Because it's so difficult. Yeah? Do you know what is happening, bro? Right. So, people, yeah, are trying to find places to live. They'll find a place, yeah? It will say that the rent is this much. But then someone else will come and bid and say, mm. now, do you know what? I'll give you this. Then someone else comes in and says, well, I'll give you that. And then what happens is people just keep bidding until it gets to a point where someone, like, takes it at the highest bid. But the person who takes it at the highest bid is taking that based upon just survival. So when they get in there now, they're having to pay this monthly thing that they can barely afford, but they need the property. Like, that is a super common thing. One of the landlords yeah. texted on the radio station saying, listen, like, he's put his thing up to rent, yeah? What did he say? He said he had, I think it was like 250 applicants. He ain't even, <laughs> he can't even go through all of that. But what he really should do is, the price is the price first come, first serve. It just shows you how much people are looking for properties. But some people are saying, well, do you know what? My mortgage is up anyway. So if my mortgage now is 1,500, yeah, and I was going to rent this place for 1,300, I can't do that anymore. Can't really rent it for 1,500 either. I'll put it for maybe 1,700. You put that there for 1,700, someone else comes in and says, do you know what? I'll give you 1,800. Give it to me. Uh, cool, I'll give it to you. But you're giving it for 1,800? Do you know what? Two grand. I'll give you two grand. By the time this thing stops, yeah, remember, this is a working class or even a middle class person that is doing this. They end up taking it at, at their absolute maximum. Now let's break down how much they might be making a month. If you're making, let's say, let's be generous here and say 3,500 a month. 3,500. I'm being very, very generous. Take away two grand out of that. That's just your rent. Now you've got to pay for this, that, all kinds of stuff. By the time you finish now, you've got maybe, what, a few hundred quid for the, the month to live. Can't go Chucky's done. No, he's dead now. He's <laughs> <laughs> dead now. Brother, and then they want you for smile daily. I just, honestly, this country <laughs> doesn't make no I sense I used to, to do me. you know what? I used to like, when we were discussing some of the, I'm not going to go too much into this, but this came up in the WhatsApp group one of the times when we was discussing the events and that, where like I was always feeling really uncomfortable about raising ticket prices. I don't like that conversation. I hate it. I bro. don't like it. I really don't like it because of the, the, the climate that we're in. But what is so weird is that things sell out so fast. Not just us, just in general, things sell out so quick. But I think one of the reasons why things sell out so quick is because irrespective of all of that, people are looking for escapism. Bro. They need escapism. We need it. It's just so mad that it comes at such a price where some people go to a dance and they have to position... An angle when they're getting this one juice or two juices. Right, we're here then. for three hours. Yeah, right. So we're here for make sure we get this drink one hour into the dance. Also, go to if the you bar come and stand there with there. your listen. If you come there and stand there with your long arm, I understand. Oh, so do I. At least you're here. Right. At least you're here. Right. Fill your belly and get liquid juice beforehand. At and you saw Bryce and Tilly. And come check me, man. I might get you a drink. Yes, it depends exactly. on how I feel. Hey, can we just say this as well? One time early on in the R and B and slow jam event, this must have been our second one. How am I getting there, yeah? I've got there and multiple people on my life. Yeah. On my life. I'm not, this is no joke here. Multiple people came up to me and was like, yeah, Poet's here. You got me a shot. 
He got me a shot. He got me a drink. Poet's here. Listen, you see by the time the dance done. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man, them was so drunk, boy. It was yes. so funny. Because it's your dance, so we have to make it live. Right. And on top of that, I don't like that you're coming to my friend's dance and you're sitting there push up fierce. Yeah, long arm. I'll get the juice. Let's just have a good time. Why you got to sit here miserable? Stay home. Loosen up. Stay home. <laughs> Loosen up. Put- Man's paid. You're going out your way to be upset and Chucky's going crazy. Slick is there as well. Yeah, honourable shout out to Slick. Come on, fam. It was a great dance, man. You Strongly. smash it every time. But yeah, honestly, this honest Chucky, I hear you. That's why even with the Vibra play, like the Vibra events, I always try and get a drink sponsor. I always want it to be free. I always want it to be free. I don't want it to be costing anything. Cause I'm mm. like, rah, everything day to day is just far too expensive in this country. Far, far too expensive. So people have to hand pick and choose the things that you need to do because they want to have fun. Yeah. They don't want to pay for something and then halfway through they're like. Is dead? I get it. Mm. So if I make it free, you can't complain. No, can't. Um, <sighs> should we go to some music? We can. Uh, 20 years since Boy in the Corner, Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> 20 years. Some people don't make You know, it's mad. Money. It's crazy. Like, there's a few albums that are coming up that are on there 20 years as well. Like, I think next year's 20 years of Home Sweet Home, Kano, which is like, I can't wait to, to talk about that. But yeah, Boy in the Corner, Dizzy Rascal, 20 years, you know. 20 years. What a fucking time, bro. What makes it crazy is some of the, the subject matters are still relevant now. Yeah. <laughs> He's crazy. Um, the fact that he produced. He produced the whole, pretty much all of it, didn't he? Yeah. But he wrote it, obviously, arranged it. Yeah. Like, the country, and he was a young man. Real young man. So the fact that he done all of this at the, probably the tender age of like 18, 19, won a Mercury Award, the people then come to his yard. Like, honestly, everything about this album, that's the artwork, everything, what he's wearing, to me, this is genius. Yeah, it is, man. The trainers. The trainers. It's, it's so iconic, fam. It's so iconic. And do you know what? Donnie was making history. Didn't even, He wasn't even aware. He wasn't aware, bro. Just living his life. And do you know what the thing is? We were there as a, like, a part of this sort of community and vibe and culture, not even realising what was going to happen off that either. I'll always remember, I remember the time when I first heard um, Stop That. I heard the instrumental first. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, What was the station? It was, was it Ice FM? I think it was Ice FM, yeah. One of the DJs played um, the instrumental to Stop That. And I remember thinking, what is that? Man was barring over this tune or whatever, yeah. And I thought the tune would play it quickly. Stop that. It used to be faster though. Yeah, it did. But I think DJs were just like playing it. Oh, that's what they used to do. Play, play it and just speed it up. It didn't start like this either, I don't no. think. Not Maybe it did, knowledge. I don't know. But I mean, I'm hearing it on the drop to be fair. Yeah, I only ever heard it on the drop. <laughs> I never remember it starting like this, but I never wasn't DJ and playing the tune, innit? But he goes. Stop that. He's got to take that walk. That. That yeah. Come. That bar. So the, the thing was, yeah, I heard the instrumental like later on down the line, but I used to hear the bar early on. Stop that. Stop that. Get that walk. He's got to I used to hear that. That used to get a rewind all the time, yeah. <laughs> but then, then later on, I ended up hearing it as a tune. And yeah. I used to fucking, I don't know, man. I used to just love this rhythm, bro. 
I used to love this rhythm, but I love you. Fucking hell. Do you know how much memories I have just about this? Just about that. Everything. This guy was in my drama class when I was 14. We were at Anna Shares. Is it? Yeah. He was in our drama class. And I remember the time, and he was Dylan. He was just a rude boy. I can't lie. Just a rebellious guy. And I remember, we were 14. And I remember the twins that were in the class, Luke and Leon. Shout out to Mixed Race Boys. Luke and Leon, my guys. Remember when they hit 16, 17? They're like, poet. So I'm going to go to Dizzy Rascal's in our class. I'm like, nah, you weren't, bro. You would have known. Paul, Dylan was Dizzy Rascal. Nah, you're chatting shit. I'm, I'm sticking to his chatting shit. Because these days, all you have was the voice. If you know mm-hmm. Heat FM, any other radio station, yeah, you didn't know. You, you didn't know, know what that. these niggas look yeah. like. Cool. I Love You comes in. Now, I Love You is available as a visual if you had MTV and press the red button and you can go interactive. So, a man didn't have that privilege. I never had that. My <laughs> dad sold drugs. I had that privilege. <laughs> I pressed the red button. <laughs> when I saw him, I said, but see, I had to phone him like, bro, boys, it's, it's him. Yeah. And just that progression, like, that's when the first times, like, I can't lie, even that sort of added to everyone's fuel in their fire to say that we can make it because that guy was legitly in our drama class, legitly by himself all the time. And then when you saw his progression to what he was doing, you're like, bro, no wonder he was by himself. He was a soldier. He was on a mission. He had things to do. And then everything about this project. I remember when David Blaine, do you remember David Blaine? Yeah, said, of It's a fucking box for like a month. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. I remember that. I went Anna, over there. We went over there. We saw a boat. We see a boat and people are going mad on the boat. I'm like, who's this on the boat? Go home a week later. It's just a rascal. Remember what's yeah, yeah, It's just yeah. a rascal video. At the same time, David Blaine's up there. Yeah. So like there was so much memorable moments around this for me. There's even more, bro. I just thought... Rascal was late after this though. That wasn't this album. No, no, no. I'm saying to you, just Dizzy oh. Rascal moving forward. Oh, forward. Everything, oh, about, okay. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything about this guy. Oh my God. And even hit that, hit that get that what? Yeah. That was the end part of, I think it might have been I Love You or the next single he released. Yeah. There was the second part of the video. Brother, Dizzy Rascal is just... He's, I can't lie, man. He's the man. It's he the, you the know man. what it is as well, yeah? It's the bars that I always, like, connect with the most because I was at the dances where he was spitting these bars, bro, and everyone was going, apps. I knew every single fucking line, bro. Like, he was the rewind Don. He like, any time this Don was, like, spitting, bro, this Don was getting a fucking, the Don was getting a reload every time, bro. Like every time, I always I'm not even gonna go into the um Eskimo story, but like I've said it so many times, but yeah, so many of these bars are a part of this project, and big and serious, bro. Me always being an album person, I can honestly say that on around them times, I weren't listening to much albums from UK artists really. Like most of the albums that I was listening to were from US. But like, mm. you know, Dizzy Rascal's got an album. I'm listening to that, bro. I'm listening to that. Because it feels like there was always something more special about something happening, not in my ends, because he didn't, we didn't, we weren't from the same ends, but it was local though. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I used to just love that. Like, you know what I mean? We've done a lot of dead man over there, but like, this is what's happening over here. You get what I'm saying? So I was just always on that. And I used to always like, I remember like when some of the men them used to kind of have a few things to say or whatnot. I used to always say, nah, but we fucking, like, we got shit going on over here, though. Like, he opened up for Jay-Z, bro. Yeah, no, no, no. I was there. I couldn't believe it. I played to GC Jay-Z and all you hear is, tch, tch, I love you. I said, yeah. what's that? Yeah. Uh, to me, when I was younger, he was, obviously, he was gone, though. 
He was completely S- gone. Like super gone. Yeah. This guy said, I'm never going to do fucking Top of the Pops. And then he got a collaboration. Lucky Star with, he done a collaboration song with, called Lucky Star and I saw him on Top of the Pops. And he's tracks. So he didn't even look like he wanted to be there. I was like, this guy mm. is just, honestly, everything about Dizzy Rascal was just, it epitomized, if, I hate the word, use of the word, but the culture. Yeah. He epitomized everything about it. From the perspective of like an 80, 19 year old. Even yeah. I Love You, the structure of the chorus doesn't make any. I don't get that. How are you taught Play that it? structure? Play it. That boy sound pricking, huh? Just that's yeah. that's not a that's not a structure you've heard previously and said. It don't make sense. But it's a banger. I love you. Nah. Bro, the production didn't make sense. But it did make sense. Do you get what I'm saying? What was he listening to? God knows. This might be one of the greatest songs of all time. I'm sorry. What was this guy on, brother? Yeah, God knows, bro. God knows, bro. It changed everything. It changed everything, bro. And even just him putting out an album like this, like, I think even changed these guys, like, feeling like they could do that too. Uh, like, me- does Home Sweet Home become as cold as it does without Boy in the Corner? A good, good, good question. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's up? Who? Well, like, Home Sweet Home is a year later. Oh, a whole year later. It's a whole year later. Like, that's all, that's nope. all part of. <laughs> was like, it wasn't the album. Yeah, that's the next album, right? No, this album. And the reason why I know that is because Crazy Shit Sent For Him. Oh, Crazy Rascal's shit. on this? Yeah, remember when Crazy Shit Sent For Him? You're just an arsehole, silly arsehole. No, it's on this album. Justin Rascal's on that album. So when David Blaine was doing that, yeah. I, oh, I was Oh, shit, yeah, fuck. So why dumb. do I keep... Why do I keep thinking... Why do I keep thinking that is the next album? No, That's it mad. wasn't. It was this album. The production album. on that, though... The re- do you know why I know? Do I, the reason why I thought that, actually, is because, again, it speaks to the production skill that he had, yeah? Or that was even on this, because... It feels as though the progression, the progression in the production, yeah. is like a thing that comes later. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Saying? I hear, you. I hear. You. So this you're like, talking about a very. This is the production on that is mad. You know, Dizzy Rascal for me, for me, he just reminds me of the footballer. Hmm. It Dizzy Rascal, to me, when I look at his career, is basically like if Mbappe goes Saudi Arabia. Interesting. Hmm. Because when yeah. he's done the pop stuff, I understand there wasn't enough of an infrastructure around for him to maybe continue this and grow. And obviously what he done was sick because he made the name of this rascal so big that the legacy of it's so big that we can always go back to this album irrespectively. But that sort of, it's like what I said about Tiny Tempo when he came out of that birthday project in 2015 or something like that. Just that particular sound, I always want to hear the progression of that sound. Because I think on the next album, he had a song called Respect Me. Mm. And I felt like Respect Me was the progression of this sound, essentially. And Mm-mm. if you kept doing that, I wonder where it would be today. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. coming from? But you kind of had to be, he kind of had to sacrifice his whole shit just so all of us could have a better time 100%. today, I guess. You know what I'm saying? He had so to do that. He had no choice. Yeah, and it's like, well, he did have a choice. And he still, yeah. so I'm just like, fucking hell, Dizzy, man. Thank you for doing that. Because it means that Scraps can go and get a big deal. Yeah. Shout out Colin Batstar, my guy. And it just means that lions can go and do a film and it means that there's so much, I guess, that can live and exist today because of people like Dizzy Rascal. So yeah. I have a huge appreciation for this. Nah, camera. definitely. And you're right as well. Like, I think that like, you know, him doing that opened the doors in, a, in, a, in so many different ways. And I think 
you know, I used to hear him talk about, I think when it was a time when he opened up for Justin Timberlake and it was like, that opened up his eyes to like, raw. like there's so many different types of people in his crowd and that, yeah. It opened his mind musically, I think, when he saw like what other people were doing and the responses that they were getting from it. And he did it and he did it very well. Yeah. I think my only point maybe at a time was like, I feel like at the time I felt like it would have been good to feel like there was a balance from him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, it's like yeah. he went over there and then he just never came back. You know, like he saw like a different life yeah. and a different world. Understandably, you go and you're traveling to different countries and shit and you're seeing everyone jumping in that. You're not used yeah. to seeing that. You're mm. used to seeing a couple gun fingers and whatnot. And you know what I mean? But there's thousands of people in the festival. Remember, he was one of the early festival dons, you know? Early, He's bro. going and he's seeing people, the, re the, re the reaction and the response and that. But this is all hindsight now. It's like, if he would have come and ventured back a little bit at times, then for me, that would have fulfilled a, a, a certain piece of a musical satisfaction for me. Do you get me? And I can see why when you take a look, when I listen to Respect Me, I hear the situations that he speaks about, like, um, without going into detail, we've spoken about it here before, mm. that things that happen to him maybe on this side, it's probably the reason why he said, fuck this, I'm just going over there. I actually fully get it, you know, coming from there weren't the day-to-day -day dangers, I guess, or the day-to-day -day stresses that you would have over here. You didn't have them over there because over here was still growing and becoming what it is more of today, you know, I'm coming from. Yeah. So, like, this guy's... Over there, to, like, let's call a spade a spade. Over there, it just probably felt a lot more lighter. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Stress-free. Stress-free, you know what I mean? Everyone's just there. Richard like, the Branson. Worst, the worst, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The worst case scenario is that people are going to fucking take a pill and die. But no one's going to, it's not going to be a complete madness or whatnot. Like, you know what I mean? I can see, I understand it. And then it's just, you know, all of the other things that he went through personally and stuff. I can see why that happened the way that it did still. But still, as a music fan, I would have always said, if you're asking me and you're asking my opinion, I'd say, nah, I hear that and I respect that. But can I just, just a little bit, just quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, if, if anything, it's a fuck, if it's a fuck them man thing, they don't need to be there, but you can just come there and just, you know Do you know what, what I mean? it can be that as well? Because they never really were there on this. But you're taking a look. No. Not many artists even today can have an album where it's just predominantly them. And it's just like, yeah. this is this is what J. Cole does in his in his realm. He'll Ooh. produce a whole album. He'll be on it. He'll hardly have any features. Like today, just, just to survive off streaming alone, man, I've got features from people they haven't even met. Mm, trust me. <laughs> so I've just, I don't, I credit him, man. Yeah. Where's, the, where's the mixed race girl from I Love You, though? Is she all right? <laughs> it's just a question it's a great question though you know what I think about shit like that all the time I randomly see someone in a music video or whatever and I think I wonder what they're up to now all what the are they time. doing all I the wonder time. where they are right now like, like the girl in Ruben like Ruben Stutter got a video this is my story for 2004 oh my god there's bro. a girl in that video Go bro Ruben Stuttered. she Ruben. is sensational the browning you can do it here Oh my lord! I don't know what happened to her, and I hope she's okay. I really do. R U B B E N. Ruben Starr, come on, he won American Idol. Yes. He was the first nigga to there win you it. Go. What was the song called again? Sorry for two thousand four. Oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, we get it, Ruben. Come on, he took Denzel Jones's hat, but there was a girl in this video, my brother. Did that come out? Oh my god. Whatever happened to him? Where is he? He lost weight. I'll tell you that. Has he? Yeah. This girl here? Where is she? Oh, she's a where cold one. Where is she? 
Oh, I loved her, this man. This was a cold one. Brother, I would have dropped it all for her. Look at the jumper. You know what I'm... And that's the, see them jumpers there back in the day when girls wore the turtleneck. They had a bit of space in the front. The yeah. Yo. It's like a pistol shot. It's like I dropped the ball. What are you saying, brother? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, stop, stop, stop. I would have said sorry to her as well, man. Oh, Trust me. But shit. yeah. Ruben, you know. Sorry, Did that come out around this, the time when um that Don sang that fuck you tune? Fuck you Amen. right now. What was his name again? Eamon. Oh. Eamon. Oh. Ah, ah, yeah. Man, oh. one uh -huh. tune and gone, you know. Listen, please, people, if you can, go onto Twitter. Just type in Lippy speaking about this song and him breaking up with his girl. Lippy is arguably the genius of life. Play it. Oh my god, blood. Ah, ah, yeah. And then his girl released it. He's oh yeah, she did. Um, she did a remix, didn't she? But let's be honest, she was alright. Yeah, though. Frankie. Yeah. Remember her name? <laughs> my guy, you know. She was alright though. I used to hate these singers back in the day. How did he get away with this? You know, this was like a big, big, big rhythm. You know, when did one. this come out? Valentine's. Oh, 07, I'll say it was like a few years afterwards. All right, All right you can stop that. Why you worrying me so bad? You can stop I do, your trim was tight. Um, Sorry, Chucks, I know we went left. No, 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 no. But yeah, honorable shout out to Dizzy, the whole, that whole team, everyone that was a part of um, Boy in the Corner. Um, Still music, flipping, A2. He did Belize? Yes, he did. Got a song with M. Huncho. Like, I I love A2. Like, he's part of the crop of rappers that I really enjoy listening to. He has a habit of being here and then not being here. He's one of them guys. One minute he's here, then he's not. Then Annoying. he's here, then he's not. Annoying. Yeah. Um, Go better. No, go getter. Sorry. With M. Huncho. I like this. It's a, it's a, it's a warmer. It's warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I warming. mean, this, this is, this is, he's putting something in the microwave. Yeah, it's warming. He's putting something in the microwave. I know, like, he's going to drop a project and I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy it. I feel like I'm going to enjoy it anyway. Are we, is there anything in particular we're looking from, from A2 at this point now? Real growth. Because one thing when I listened to Go Get I listened to it a bit last night, I listened to it on the way here as well, is it has them typical elements that I like about A2, um, about it. But, it's kind of maybe following on because I'm a massive A2 fan. Yeah, yeah. I want to see some growth. Right, I want to okay. see something in a different direction. I want you to surprise me. I right. don't. There's a couple of songs I can play off right now that remind me similar to this. And I'm just like, let's go elsewhere. Okay. No, Especially you. when you get M. Huncho and I'm like, let's go elsewhere. Right, okay, I hear you. Not to say this ain't a good song because I'm going to play it. There's yeah, no, yeah, It's yeah, just yeah. like I'm not going to play it. But yeah. let's go elsewhere, A2. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. A2, I'm yourself? looking forward to whatever he's about to drop. Yeah, I'm looking to hear some growth. I'm looking to, you know, there's a there's definitely a lane for him. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, I think all it is is just being present and and tightening his or connecting with his fan base, finding a way to like fully connect with his fan base. Do you get what I'm saying? He's lucky that like he can disappear and then come back and he can do a show. People will still turn up for him and that. But I want to see him really, I want to see him own it now. I want to see him really own it. But I'm looking forward to A2 coming back outside, man. There's a lot happening, man. Giggs is coming back outside. That's going to be interesting. Giggs is coming back outside. Some people came um, outside, no homo. Huh? 
Why? Who? What do you mean? Drake came outside He's on, on Travis Scott's album. Yeah, yeah, I've listened. It's pretty good, you know. I'm not going to listen to it too much because that first song he done with um, Bad Buddy just made me go, hmm. How Kanye West really sat on Drink Champs and spoke about how he wants to link up with Bad Bunny and do all of this stuff. And then he did it. first single was like, uh, Yeah. But obviously he's influenced heavily by Kanye, I get it, whatever. The whole thing sounds Kanye to Rated. Fair it's enough. It's got Kanye elements on it anyway. But they've been fucking together. Like, they, they've been fucking Whoa. with each other. Well, yeah, I know. They've been fucking with each Why? other. This is Kanye. Yeah. They've been fucking with each other since um, Kanye's been with the bullheaded girl. What's her name again? Amber Rose. Oh, I remember yeah. when Amber Rose went on Twitter saying, he's just copying Travis Scott. So they are going to be very similar. But anyway, going back to the original point, Drake, why are you sending for Travis Scott? Not Travis Scott. Why are you sending for Pusha T? Like, you had no whole opportunity to send that second diss track out for whatever reason you didn't. So all of these sly jabs for me for a man that knocked you clean out, and I love Drake, I just think he's a bit washed, bro. I love Drake, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. No, I love Drake. He's the petty king. He admits it. There's a, Even Drake, that's why, that's why I love Mitch. Because Mitch showed me what he said in one tune... Oh, fam, I couldn't believe it. I was like, Mitch, you remember, boy. Drake spoke about buying, buying all of the... Like, buying certain possessions in hip-hop that people would love. He's he said, I plan bad. to buy your most personal belongings when they're up for auction. <laughs> Man, truth be told, I think about it often. The petty king of the overseer of many things. Like, he said it, and then he went and bought the chains yeah. from Pharrell. He's going to melt them down. He said it in the song called, like, he's very calculated. And then on the day of the release, which was today, <laughs> he announced that he bought two packs ring, the, yeah, the crown ring. That. So, like, he's very intentional and everything. But I'm like, I hear that. You just say, just respond, bro. And but, directly. bro, Pusha T has got one song for me, which is your one loss. You're not Mayweather because yeah. of Pusha T. And I feel like you have the ability, because this ain't boxing. Yeah. You can turn it around. Because you never responded. So essentially, you've won that. He's won that round because you haven't responded. But if you're going to do all these petty responses, for me, it's never going to equate to you winning that round. So like, it's either you release the diss track or just allow it. Because you saying, I bought your jewellery and I'm going to melt it down. Who cares? Like, he absolutely bodied you, bro. He made you bring your picnies on everything. We all know you got a picnic now. That's all because of Pusha T. Let's not pretend it's not. So all of these slide jabs for a man that knocked you out in a rave in front of everyone, personally, I'm not interested. Do what do what you got to do, Drake. I hear it still, but I do um I I do like the jabs and that as well. I can't lie, because I just think you know what, like in his head, he will probably believe, yeah, I can respond and I can do a madness or whatever. I just think you know what, you got to just take that as the you see like the the same like the chip and the Bugsy thing and that. It's like you know what, man, respect man and whatnot, but. You know what? You can just hold it as a loss. We all kind of know it. We just all move forward and boom, bang, bing. Yeah, I think it's the same sort of thing. We all kind of know that you, you lost that one. This was a big revelation. Pusher did some stuff and whatnot. You hold the L, but you know what? You can still do your petty thing, though. I like. I'm not mad at the petty. I'm just not mad at it. But you lost. Yeah, but you still, still keep going, enough. though. No, but to, to do it to other to everybody else, I don't care. But you had a track that you came out and said was this and that and the other but we don't get that oh yeah I remember because someone she, I told you you can't that. release it yeah I remember but you're that. just gonna do these little sly i bought your boss's chains like that is for me you don't like on it a at life all. level if that was my brethren i'd be like brother he punched you up allow it unless you're going back to smack him up just allow it bro like all of this is washed there's so much other people you can send for you sending these sly digs here about you bought your boss's chain none of them care 
Like, that's the, I think that's the, where it hurts, that's you the point. They don't care. You cared. When he sent that thing for you, you cared. Yeah. And you responding right now, you care. Mm. But they don't care. So for me, this is washed. I hear you. I understand. I understand. For me, this is washed. I understand. If Pusha T responds and I go, okay, fair enough. But Pusha T's out here not even responding to Jim Jones. So like, if you're going to, he, because Pusha T's thing is when I step out, I'm stepping out in it. I'm going to, I'm going to knock someone's head off. I'm going to do a mad thing. So unless you're trying to do that, just keep collecting bras and making girls famous with Playboy. Because this thing does stinks to me. Now I understand. I hear that still. Admit, I and mean, look, I don't have a rebuttal to that because it just is what it is. But I guess, I don't know why. I just like when Drake is saying stuff that I just know when he's just getting things off his mind. I don't know. Like, even though he's lost, you're right. You're right, bro. Like, I don't have a rebuttal. But I just like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like it, bro. It's when Rafa, Nita, Rafa Benitez went at Jose Mourinho. Yeah. Saying, and his wife came out and said, oh, every time Rafa comes, he always has to clean up Jose's mess. One, that wasn't true. Jose's the winner. So you're sending these little digs and then Jose says to the missus, you should be more concerned with your, eat, your, your husband's eating habits, get him on a diet plan. Like, this is like, come on, bro. Like, this is what we're on. We're on just knocking man's head off. Let's knock. When we're going at each other, you watch filthy fellas. Knock man's head off or just allow it. I think this is the thing. The That's thing me. is here, yeah, is that I think it's because we know that Pusha doesn't really care, and like no one over there does really care. So it doesn't feel like whatever he's saying is going to penetrate in any way. Because if anything, this goes to what you're saying. If anything, it probably the more that you poke that pause, why is the more that you show that <laughs> you're. <laughs> Is the more that you show that you're upset. Is the more that you show that you're hurt. You mean whilst he's cussing Jim Jones in Paris? Yeah. You're still cussing him on Travis Scott's album when Travis Scott was meant to do Egypt, but the day before he didn't go and Mitch and Pep are still there. This all stinks to me. I know, me. it so smells what's bad. What's going on? It smells bad. <laughs> this <laughs> is bad. But I still like it though. I respect that. I still like it. And I'm like, Drake, you know what? Do it a couple of more times. But after that, just allow it now. If he's not going to say that, because... If Pusha does come back out, he's going to come back outside swinging. Swinging, bro. And for a man that doesn't really do much and doesn't act like he's the hard one and all of that, for him to come out swinging like that and everyone's scared to swing back. Now, Pusha does go on like he's a fucking, like a, some type of when he's out. boss. Yeah, but when he's out. But apart from that, he's just coasting. He's Jim Jones is saying, right, he's lying as well. Yeah, but... He's saying, right, this Don's talking about, like, this is your, it was your manager, my G. Everyone's saying that. Everyone keeps But you know that. what? It's music. I'm not even mad. Can I be honest with you? I'm not even mad at Pusha doing that. Oh, I love Pusha. Because let me tell I you this, Pusha. yeah. Even if Pusha's lying, bear man lie anyway. Just make it convincing. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and for years, I was convinced that Pusha T was El Chapo. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. But wait, why, why are you saying it like you're not convinced anymore? Everyone's saying he's lying. Where's the proof? Well, I'm just going to take Jim Jones' word for it. I yes. love Jim Jones. Yes. So I'm just going to take Jim Jones' word yes. for it. I don't know him. I, I, know, I, I like Pusha. Huh? I like Pusha. And for me, he has shown me nothing to say that this is a lie. All I've got to say is a lie is Jim Jones emotionally upset. Nah, and do you know Drake what? emotionally upset. Let me see someone that's not emotional about the situation say nothing. Because no one says anything. Now, a couple of his dons that have been close to him have kind of said. Like... I saw, I saw, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I don't care. I don't care, innit? Like, I don't care. I liked it it's when convincing. he was saying what he was saying, innit? And maybe, do you know what? Maybe he might have sold a little, uh, you know what I mean? A little one thing. 
It might not have been bricks and that. It might have been yeah. a young 20. <laughs> it might have been a young 20. And he might have just you know. built up the exaggerated. But you know what? My yeah, whole thing cool, is this. man. That's what that's, about, to be honest. But if that is, sorry to cut you, if that's the actual, like, Achilles heel, why is it not hurting him? He don't care, bro. He don't care. Um, Where else? Oh, aliens, quickly. We have to talk about this, bro. You have you been seeing that? And Can if I send you the another thing? Oh, the UFO thing. Yeah. Well, so apparently someone um testified under oath. Oh yeah. Let me see Can I show? You. I sent it to you, um, Chuck. Go on. I, I sent it to you in the chat. Oh, did you? Yeah, you said to me aliens. There's a story about. I put the story in about it. Oh, let me just see. It's the one where I said alien reference. So what? What is it about? Like you explain to me what? What are they saying? I'm it's funny, isn't it? Because like. Yeah, when, when, did we, when did I speak about this last? Like a year and a half, two years ago, when I said to you that basically the news in the States during COVID announced that there are UFOs and they have UFOs. Yeah. They announced it on television in the midst of everyone worrying it. about a cold that we don't worry about no more. Right, yeah. I was exactly. wrong, innit? <laughs> yeah. You know I'm going to keep throwing this in you lot's faces, man. Get over it, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've seen it, yeah? Yeah. So then that came about and I was just like, raw, I wonder what the next part of the conversation is going to be. Then loads of pilots about three, four weeks ago were coming out and just saying, this is just a common occurrence. They were like, loads of people told us not to say nothing, but we're all coming out now. They said that they saw off the coast of, was it Canada or the Antarctic or something like that? You saw aliens ships on a regular basis, on a regular. You just saw UFOs on a regular, but they just said, in the end, it was just like, oh, there's a UFO. Carry on with your life. The military said this, or multiple people coming out in the military said it. Then I just see some massive conference and there's a guy with, he's almost saying it, saying, what the fuck am I doing? But fuck that, I'll go for it. Like there's, there's conviction, but there's like a, there's something in his voice that lets him know that I could be in problems if I do this. And the woman he's speaking to is trying to downplay it. Here, right, this guy here. And the way he's talking about it, brother, like he's not fronting. Like he's basically saying, big man, there's aliens, there's UFOs out here. And when the woman said, Oh, but the people that you, the pilots that you recovered, are they human or non-human? Donna's like, they're non-human. And they're like, so can we talk about this? No. He's like, I don't <laughs> want to go into no detail, but this is what's going on. This makes me very, very excited. Okay. Excited? Yes. Yeah, it excites me as well. Oh, I've got questions. Why are you shook over a situation that clearly has been happening for a long period of time, but we're still here doing this podcast? Listen. I feel like we're safe. This can't, this is not, if this is true, this is not a new thing. Okay. Do you want to play anything? Because I've got questions. Play, just play some of it so you can hear. Because I want you to hear the conviction in his voice. Intelligence. He's not mucking about. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Now pause. Do you hear what I say when I say he's saying it, but he's almost like he doesn't want to say it because it's like there could be problems after this. Repercussions. Repercussions. He's giving you the vooch smile. Yeah. <laughs> you know you see white people on the street and they look at you. <laughs> That's the smile. That's the... The well, no lip smile. My first thing is this. Go through, Chucks. So, this UFOs thing. By the way, I just want to just like start this by saying, I don't believe that it's just us in this big old fucking universe. Yeah? I'm with you. Right. Now, this UFOs things that they're talking about and that, yeah? I do have one question on the flip side of it. How do, do, how do we know that it's not Kim and then man? What Kim? Jung Ung and them man there over this side trying to find out what's going on. How do we not know it's not them man? Them, you think them man don't have the sophistication to be able to just 
you know what I mean? And then try and infiltrate and have a look and see what's going on over here. Now all of a sudden reporting this as UFOs. These times it's King Jong-un and them man there. No. That's one. That's... My second question is this. If they do have UFO bodies or non-human bodies and that, yeah? If it's a non-human body, this is how my mind works. If it's a non-human body, are you telling me it died? Humans die. A non-human body or something that is non-human may not die. So what do you mean you got a non-human? Like, in what form? What is it doing? Is it dead or is it alive doing some stuff? Because you can't tell me that a fucking non-human thing has died and gone to heaven. I'm not hearing that. Well, I spoke to someone yesterday. They were going to send me the articles. They haven't sent me as of yet. But the people from the military have said this life form is far more advanced than us. Yeah, so it's not dead. So it wouldn't die. Far more advanced. So to the point where in which, like, they're not... They don't want no problem. They like they just come here, observe and but go about their business. Gone. This is what they said. They said that they come here, observe what's going on, and, and go about their business. So that they're very, very, very advanced. How did they capture it? It couldn't die. Surely, it ain't I don't dead. know. I don't know. I just know that I just obviously the alien thing is kind of my thing. There's another video. I should actually send it to you. I'll send it to you. Maybe you can put it in of a, a alien sighting in Mexico, in the border of Mexico, America, a month ago. And the alien was in the man's backyard. And I can't lie to you. I've seen so many of these alien videos. Them cocaine, so many of them. Cocaine. And it looks bare fake. See that one right there? Yeah. I had to message them and say, invite him on the podcast. Me and Chucky <laughs> got a couple of questions we want to ask him. Yeah. Look, I believe that there's some extra shit going on around here, whatever else here. But I don't know. Like, And I do know that someone knows some shit. And something's happening. But my mind goes in overdrive when someone says a non-human body. Because when I say, when you tell me a non-human body, then I start having to think about non-human things. A human thing, well, actually, obviously, animals die, all these type of things die, whatever, yeah. But, like, something that is extraterrestrial may not die. It might just not die. Or their concept of death is different. Their concept of death might be alive. What oh. we see is alive. I hope not, man. I mean, this is really confusing as it is. Why add to it? Fucking hell, let's make it nice. Yeah, but it's, it's nuts, though. It's nuts. But you know what? what like, what one, day, one day we're going to find out. Like, one day we actually are going to find out an, a small element of truth. I'm being serious now. One day we'll find out a small element of truth. And it will be interesting to see what that truth looks like. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm a cynic in it. And I, I do kind of, like, question a lot of things. But I'm like, they, they know something. And I don't know why we're not being told. Maybe scare, scare tactics, maybe, maybe control, maybe money. I don't know what it is here. But something's happening and someone knows about it. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. I like it. I'm excited. I just want to know, are they in the Bible? Aliens. Um, uh, EA will know. EA? Are aliens in the Bible? In the Quran? No, basically. So then, like, who? Because obviously, man's a believer in God, and I believe God created all. So why didn't God tell someone about aliens? Make us aware. Why is there no awareness of this situation that happens to be life form when I believe God created all life form? And these aliens are right now chilling with the Americans, playing chess, watching Messi. Do you know what, though? Can I be honest? <laughs> this is not fair. But do you know what? This is the next thing as well, yeah. Sometimes the Americans do make me sick, though. 
it has to be America, isn't it? Yeah, there's this whole thing that's going on. Yeah, that's got nothing to do with us, but somehow the Americans are in the mix of it. I'll fuck off with that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, man. They, they do a lot. They do a lot. Yeah, but the Russians... Look, are, how, look how America is built anyway, off I of pure Russians, fuckery. I hear you. I reckon the Russians know. But you see the way Vladimir's got the thing set up over there. It's like, this is our business. We have to tell everybody. See the Americans? They are the marketing geniuses. That's true. The way that America is marketed is like it's the place that you need to go and it's the place with the most effort. So they true. just use loads of these things to mm. entice and to... So I believe this is all happening and I believe that everyone knows, but I believe the Americans use it to advertise America. So they're, of course they're going to tell you. That's true. They're, gonna, they're always going to tell you about everything that's happening over here. That's true. Well, I mean, I mean, I've always thought that there was aliens that were living amongst us anyway or like something that was not... Like, I don't care enough, but I've said this, I've said this in another pod as well, that like, I believe when I go to Oxford Street, I believe that 20% of the people that are there are not real. Serious? I genuinely believe that. So you believe the woman on the plane the other day in the States that ran to the middle of the plane and said, not real! At the back was talking about an alien. Nah. I don't know. I don't know if I believe. Yes. That's my brother. Yes, I believe, I believe her. her. Right. Where are you I believe her. Come here. Come yeah, to I, do. I, I do you, believe man. her. I do believe her. Her intuition kicked in and that's what she saw and that's what she felt. And I'm with her. So I believe, <laughs> I, I believe that. How do I? I don't know. I, I believe that there are some, I actually believe that there are some people here that turn a corner and disappear. I, I believe that. Oh, after speaking to Young Spray, so do I. Um, <laughs> Honorable shout out to Spray. Spray yeah. told me he can phone his cousin in another country and we can make a bottle in this room move. What? Exactly. But we'll move on to that another day. Back to That's aliens. Crazy. That's crazy. Do you reckon you've met one without knowing? Yes. In Oxford Street or That somewhere. is mad, Probably bro. Carnival. Like anywhere where there's been millions yeah, of people. There's definitely aliens I've walked past someone, someone that is not real. Anywhere where there's been a lot of people, I've walked past something that is not real. I'm not going to say somebody. Something that is not real. Um, and look, uh, bro, let me tell you something. If I was in charge of this... I would be doing that. I would put something down there and test it amongst human beings. I would do that. Of course I would. Let's go and see how we, like, let's see what, let's see if we can make this thing so sophisticated that even if somebody bumps into that thing, that it can turn around and say, sorry, mate. Sorry. Give it a bit of, you know what I mean? I would do that. Why can't I, why can't, listen, aliens, if you really are advanced, that means you know everything that's going on now. You've seen us all the multiple discussions. Why can't you make one appearance, Joe Rogan, Gasworks, yeah. Yeah. HC? Yeah. Why can't you make one appearance and just chat to us quickly and then go about your business? Right. Because I'm watching the world today. I'm seeing wildfires happening in random places. I'm seeing mad heat waves. I'm hearing that it's going to be one of the coldest winters. I'm seeing all of these things that I look at in the Bible and other religious books and they say at the end of days, that fish that's meant to be really, really long. And every time you see it in Japan, it means there's going to be a natural disaster. And now aliens. You know what? Since no one knows what's going on, you man must. Come here. Come and sit on the couch. I asked Eli Ali, he didn't even want to sit next to Gary Neville. I'm asking you now, aliens, to come here Cut and out. chat. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh <my goodness>. Please. <laughs> what's wrong with you, bro? A bag of things, man. Um, <laughs> have you got any howlers? Come on. The grass is green. Strong. And howlers are here. Strong. First of all, I'd like to tell the Chinese to get out of Jamaica. I've had enough. <laughs> I understand this is rich coming from a man that's been there twice, but this is just not our thing. This is your thing. 
I've seen the Vice documentary. I'm not saying something that I don't know. I've even worked on a couple of Vice documentaries where they went to a particular part of China and there's a delicacy that they like to eat. This doesn't happen in Jamaica. We see them walk in, we ignore them. They're apparently a man's best friend. And for you lot, you aren't eat them. I'm not on it. What's that? It's true, I'm telling you I look quite alive. Watch my China friend. Dog them I eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real like dog. This is in a Jamaica. This is not China. Yeah. Yeah. Taka taka. Good. Wow, that is not. Oh, what is pneumonia? Understand? Yeah. This is all trying to deal with dogs in Jamaica. You know what I mean? Oh Some people God. try to lock up on the dog. They're going to see them start missing, you know, what I'm going. When they start going missing. Dogs have, a lot of the dogs in Jamaica have got rabies in that, which is crazy. Well, I hope that the Chinese get rabies for eating the dogs. Oh, the ones that eat them. <laughs> why, why should I go kind on them? You're going to the country. Not only are you making these stupid little toll things where Jamaicans now have to pay God how much money for go to a certain parts in Jamaica. Not only are you making houses that the rest of them have to burn down because you said no Jamaican and black people allowed in it. These times it's in Jamaica. Now you are eat dog. And I must sit here and just be cool with all of this. This is not dedicated to all Chinese people. I don't know all of you lot. There's like 2 billion of you. And I can't know all of you. But you see the ones that are in the country that I love. Mm. The ones that are in the country that I'm from. Mm. I've been there twice, but I'm from there. Oh. I would like you lot to leave. <laughs> leave. If you can't come to... Because I know I can't go China and go mad. I can't go China and tell man what to do. You must be crazy. So how the hell are you going to Jamaica and telling us what to do? You must say mad. You must say mad. Skilly, I need you to make the whole of Jamaica Spanish town for one day and get rid of these Chinese people that want to eat dog. <laughs> Please. To be wha, fair, wha, though, wha, we should wha, wha. We shouldn't, that, huh? To be fair, we shouldn't eat oxtail, though, because that is kind of mad still. But do I you know do what? Like I don't. Oxtail. I'll leave that to you. I don't eat oxtail. I oh, don't you? I no. do still. As I got older, I realised I'm eating a tail. Of I the said ox. to my mum, this the doesn't... All oh, right. How can I trust somebody that eats a tail? They're all tell tails. And there's another tail I can tell you lot right now. Of my favorite singer, my second crush, she started off with Beyonce. Jayla was third, and in between was a woman that told you the boy was hers, and I didn't believe it belonged to Brandy. I believe it belonged to Monica. Right. She was at a show, and somebody thought, I mean, first of all, to do it anyway stinks. But when you're going to go and do it in front of Monica, you have to understand this is a real rude girl. What am I talking about? Yes. In Detroit, at Monica's show, a man tried to lay his hand on a woman. What? At the show. Well, let me show you what Monica done. Yes, Monica, she came off the stage. She activated. Listen to the crowd roar. This is what we like to see. Yeah, you gotta get him the trying to fuck out of there. Get the fuck out, man. You gotta get him the fuck out of there. Monica set pace. I like that. Yeah, that's. I like that. You know what? I love that. I love you. You know what? I love that. You're right, Mr. Lighter. Me love that. Right, you on. You're right, Egypt in the first place, and you think you have the. The arrogance and the, the horror. You're Egypt. That is crazy. So do you know what? And you're see, Egypt. That person did that at a whole live show. So imagine what goes on behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. It's mad. Listen, do you know darling. What the Sorry, go on. If you are watching, I'm about to go back to the man there. They don't deserve you. You're a queen. You're an empress. You're everything that we want in life. And you see that guy? All I'm just saying is my dad told me about how some of you men are treated in prison. 
I hope you enjoy. I hope that um, that isn't a man that she lives with either because the problem is, yeah, see if somebody could be that confident and so brazen to do that in front of everyone like that, yeah. Now that he's been embarrassed and shamed, she's got to go home with this clown. So now he's now going to project his embarrassment and his shame on her behind closed doors. And you know what that looks like. So I hope that that isn't the case. Do you know what I mean? I also hope further he's not a father. Yeah, father exactly. is a great responsibility that a man that's willing to do them type of things never ever even no. have the honor of having makes me sick all you're Castrate doing is... that blood clot. listen we've got people in our life that are making us spend <laughs> how much money pang gas we already have a dub bag of idiots in the world we don't need no more so please stop all of that man this is another thing i want to stop i want to put a stop and you know i'm part of it so it's kind of crazy i want to say english media go Thank you. Uh, this is a question for Gislan Shabak. Um, in Morocco, it's illegal to have a gay relationship. Oh um, do you have any gay players in your squad? And what's life like for them in Morocco? Sorry. So let me get this straight, Englishman. Englishman. This young lady. Remember, football for women has not been a sport that I believe is got the respect it got in the past that it gets today so they've had to go through several battles as it is now they're at the point where it's a sport where they're making huge amounts of money they're on fifa they're respected individuals within the game loads of different people from the men's game are covering the female game so they've had to get through a lot to get to where they are today yeah so they've had to deal with politics anyway so I feel now they deserve a smooth ride. Let's talk about the football. Let's talk about how to make it better. Let's talk about how to engage more girls into football. Let's talk about everything to do to grow the game. This is the World Cup. But the English media use it as a way to try and shit on North Africa, Morocco. Now, I could go into so many reasons why the English should shut the fuck up. But this is what I will say, English media. And I'm a part of it. Dance a yard before you dance abroad stop using the one thing you have in the western world that you feel you do so well to shit on other people mm. because you know what you do really badly take care of jamaicans Windrush. we're the first people to come here to come and repair the blood clotting in the first place racism within your police force happens quite frequently why are we not discussing that big man the gas is 900 million after six months why are we talking about morocco what's morocco got to do with anything English media, stop avoiding the mirror. Look in it, my brother. It's a shit paper and also it's a reflection of who you are. If you want to change things here first and then move on, I'm all for that. But this Christopher Columbus CC mentality, fuck that email, bro. Start looking in the mirror, start changing this country and stop worrying about what's happening elsewhere. Because all now we have Spanish town in Jamaica and I don't know why. Because no one dares Spanish. Yeah, the British are so like... They are so hell-bent on bringing, like, like, world politics into these scenarios from a place of a moral high ground. I hate that. You know, like, they stand here on this moral high ground and bring up these political elements from that place. I hate that. I hate that. I hate it that they do it from this place of we are right and everyone else is wrong. And everyone needs to catch up to us. 
this whole like Western. I mean, look, let's not be let's not let's be clear here. There's certain parts of you know um, Westernization that I I like, but you know what? That there is not the place or even the motivation to do that. Like that's the wrong place to have that type of motivation to do that. It's mental. Like it's like it's mental. You're not doing. You're not doing it on some on some greater good thing. This is about you. Genders. Yes, exactly. And this is what I'll say, English people, because sometimes you want watch this podcast and be upset with me. You can't. It's mine. We've chucked. There's nothing you can say. We're black. Second thing I'll say to you is this: Your history of England is built upon fuckery. That has nothing to do with me. So when I point it out and I say this is disgusting, if you go against me. For me, you're saying you want me to credit you for what you've done in the past. But I don't want to credit you for throwing back my uncles to Jamaica. I don't want to credit you for that. I want to let you know what everything that's grown in life, the foundation is the most important part. So the foundation of this country is every. Until you change that, little things like give the bloody people them jewels back, all them jewels on the cap, the king's crown. It's not, it's not, there's no gold in this country, my nigga. There's no diamonds or anything in this country. You've stolen it. Until you give everyone their stuff back, shut your mouths, fam. Sky News, whoever you are, shut up. You've got pedophiles presenting good morning shows for how many years? And you want to chat about Morocco. You've got man in the BBC, pedophile for years. And you want to chat about Morocco. You've got people in the flipping royal family touching up Kid Pickney for years. What they do? They don't even get a slap on the wrist. They're mostly getting, don't do that again. And you want to chat about Morocco. I say it again. Nobody hate me. Just dance a yard before, before you dance, dance abroad. abroad. That's all I'm asking. Listen, my G. Come on. We got some things to discuss. Got a couple of things to do. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Until next time. Love.